From Finance and Commerce, this is Beyond the Skyline, a podcast about economic development, commercial real estate, and construction in Minnesota. In each episode, you will meet business leaders, builders, entrepreneurs, and big thinkers. I'm David Bolander, editor of Finance and Commerce. Thanks so much for joining. Beyond the Skyline is sponsored by Ironmark Building Company. Whether it's a new luxury apartment building in the North Loop or expanding the community in the suburbs, Ironmark builds quality projects for discerning clients. Ironmark's foundation is built on a culture of collaboration with clients and projects that stand the test of time. Talk to Ironmark's award-winning team about your next construction project today. Go to ironmarkbuildingco.com. In this episode, Ben Johnson, Senior Director of Real Estate for the Neighborhood Development Center, talks to FNC reporter Brian Johnson. Ben Johnson plays a key role in helping up-and-coming businesses find the space and resources they need to survive and thrive and energize the neighborhoods they serve. All right. Pleased to be joined by Ben Johnson, Senior Real Estate Director for the Neighborhood Development Center in St. Paul. And we are here to chat today about some of the communities that Ben serves and also the mission of the NDC. Ben, how are you doing today? Thanks for joining us. Good morning, Brian. I'm doing great. Thank you. Great. Happy to be here. Yeah, happy to have you. wondering if you could just, I guess, first start out by talking a little bit about the mission of the Neighborhood Development Center. Just looking at your website. It looks like sort of traces its origins back to the mid 1980s in response to helping revitalize uh, the Rice Street neighborhood and, and businesses in that area. Yeah. In response to competition from from big box yep. stores in neighboring communities. Can you um, talk about that a little bit? Sure. So Mike Tamale founded NDC 30 years ago, like you, like you just mentioned. Um, in the Frogtown neighborhood. And what NDC does is, is work with neighborhood entrepreneurs to, uh, to build, to build and to build and create wealth in neighborhoods. Um, and we do that in with kind of four pillars. The first one is business training. And so we, we offer business training in, in different neighborhoods, different communities and different languages. Um, often in the in the most lowest income neighborhoods of the Twin Cities, to do a business plan. It's a, I believe it's a twelve week course um, where one can have an entrepreneurial idea. Or actually, I think when NDC was founded, Mike had a few stories about this. You know, often folks were doing businesses out of their garage or under the table, that sort of thing. And so here, here he saw a way of of uh, in encouraging the business side of the entrepreneurial side of it and investing in folks that had been traditionally not invested in or disinvested in. Um, and, um, and partnering with them to help build those businesses and profitability. And so the training program was born from that. Then a lending component uh, came along because often those folks uh, were turned away from traditional banks for, for capital investment to build those businesses. So we have a lending, so that uh, NDC's lending department was, was formed. Um, 
and and that department does loans. You know, you can get five, ten, twenty thousand dollar loans up to two hundred fifty thousand dollar loans. Um, and now we're even thinking about doing a little bit higher than that. Um, with uh, some second stage business owners are looking to you know buy real estate or buy their buildings and then further creating wealth and even generational wealth that has been lost over the years. So that's the that's on the lending side. And when uh, <clears throat> when NDC was started, the loan officers would would provide a lot of technical assistance. And as NDC grew, that need grew. Um, and so a business lab TA department was formed. So that's the third pillar. And there we have in-house staff, consultants, volunteers, um, experts that can help uh, business owners with really any facet of their business to drive profitability, to drive efficiency, marketing. If you need a website done, we have folks that can help with that. If you need legal help, we've got great law firms offering pro bono legal help. If you need accounting help, we've got great accountants on on staff and and um, uh, and um, I don't know, a web of volunteers and, and outside consultants as well. <clears throat> Architects, design work, financials. Really, you name it, and we can find someone that is is really ready and willing to help a business become more profitable. Um, and those services are offered to all the to, to businesses that we work with. Um, and, and, and you know, it happens before a loan. It happens, you know, during the business planning, after the loan has happened, and after that. So, so it's not like here's the money or here's the business plan and see you later. It's the wraparound services that follows the business all the way through. That's really special. And I think the magic of, of NDC. And um, the fourth pillar is the real estate department where, where um, often this, it all culminizes together. And um, so for 30 years now, um, NDC has been investing in dilapidated buildings in the neighborhoods that we work in. You know, a lot of gateway locations like University and Dale Lake in Chicago, where there's abandoned buildings like the Sears building in, in Midtown Global Market or on University and Dale, where historically there's uh, foreign theaters and, and the like um, for generation after generation. And in either remodeling those or tearing them down and building new, you know, one, there's a kind of a sense of pride in the neighborhood. Um, investing in those neighborhoods. Um, two, we will lease uh, those sp commercial spaces then to the businesses coming through our pipeline. And so, you know, part of this is when the kids are walking down the sidewalk and they look in those buildings, as they see their neighbors or their parents or their or their friends' parents that are actually own own and own and work at the business. Um, and uh, so we call those small business incubators. And in Minneapolis, we work at um, we we own and manage along with Cultural Wellness Center Midtown Global Market. Um, we've been involved in Mercado Central for twenty years, and a few years ago, well, uh, the tenant owners bought that real estate. So that was a a, a dream come true there, a vision come true after twenty years of making there. Mm. Um, we've had we've had various buildings that we've owned, operated, and sold in St. Paul, um, um, 
Frogtown Town Square is on the northeast corner of University and Dale. We just finished Frogtown Crossroads, our newest project on the northwest corner of University and Dale. We have um, an incubator on the east side at 809 7th Street that's uh, particularly focused on the construction industry. So we developed that about five years ago after um, hearing from folks that, you know, subcontractors uh, lacking a professional space to work out of or to meet clients and to get the um, workshops and, and TA to help get it, get city contracts and state contracts and, you know, managing kind of the back of the house piece when they're out on the job site for eight, 16 hours a day, um, see, seeing if we could help help build capacity, help build profitability um, with those building with those um, with that sector. Mm. Um, the Midtown Business Centers at University of Dale is our oldest small business incubator. It has a dozen community and, and small businesses. We're renovating that building right now. Um, and so for the real so I manage the real estate. That's my role. I've been doing that for eight or nine years. And um the, the, the goal of the real estate kind of pillar or piece of it is long-term affordable commercial real estate for neighborhood entrepreneurs. And that's, that, that's what we're focused on. Mm-hmm. Um, we use a variety of, of um, finance tools to accomplish that, including new market tax credits in the acquisition and construction of these buildings. Um, have um, a long list of great partners in philanthropy, in city, in state, in federal government um, to support these projects. It sounds like you have a lot going on there. And <laughs> on both sides of the river, it's, I, I know from just reading about your history that you started there sort of in that Frogtown area. And, but obviously you've grown since then. How wide do you cast your net in terms of the communities you serve? Is it primarily just within the core cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul or. Yeah, it, it, it started there. Um, and we've expanded because one we're asked to, and we often, while well, we one of the values of NDCs, we, we, we go into communities when we're asked and we partner with community. Um, so we're never just jumping in. Um, um, and so, you know, the, the Frogtown neighborhood East side, um, all along Lake Street, we've been working on it for years. Uh, North Minneapolis, uh, we're working. Start. We're working in Brooklyn Center and Brooklyn Park. Um, we have uh, some core neighborhoods in our mission that we work in. Um, I don't have the list right off the top of my head right now. I could get that for you if you need it. Um, but it sounds like the the common thread here is working with underserved communities. Yeah, yeah. throughout the metro. Right. Um, often, so often BIPOC entrepreneurs, right. low income entrepreneurs that have been left aside for a long time. Um, and so you mentioned that space for subcontractors. Can you talk a little bit more about that? And are you serving primarily their BIPOC businesses or is that? Uh, yeah, it's 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 all all cultures. Um, all all cultures in, in that building. Um, we've got a 
a furniture installer. We've got a heavy duty highway contractor, mm. um, small, um, we have an architect, we've got a, um, small, uh, uh, mechanical contractor that does HVAC native American, mm. uh, gentleman, um, sheetrock company. Mm. And so, you know, it's, it's, uh, we're, we're, we're here for everybody. And, yeah. um, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So if somebody calls you, say a small emerging business calls you and says, Hey, I'm looking for location for my business, maybe somewhere in the metro area. I don't have a lot of resources, but I have a business that I'm hoping to grow and yeah. sort of establish some roots here. What can you do for them? And uh, first of all, do you get calls like that? Sure. Yep, we do. Um, we do. And, you know, if I get the call or we'll, we'll have a conversation about kind of where is this just, is this a, is this a vision? Is this a seed that you just thought of? Or, or do you have a 18 page business plan and you and, uh, have already talked, you know, talked about your thought through your target market. Mm -hmm. that, that, often that's where I, I start and, you know, how, how far along is the business plan thought through? Um, and then, and then depending on that conversation and timing and their, their thoughts on timing, you know, I could recommend them to the training class. If the, if the business plan needs some, some fine tuning or, or, uh, or, uh, sometimes reality <laughs> checks, mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, and then, uh, you know, usually if I get a call, it's, it's usually more further along and, and the mm -hmm. idea is further advanced and, and, and we'll talk about, We'll talk about the target market. Honestly, that's because at the end of the day, you need to be where your business needs to be where your customer is. And if that's in our building, that's great. If that's in Edina, that's great. If that's in uh, South St. Paul or, or wherever, that's great. I, you know, our, our goal is to help the business become as profitable as possible so that those profits stay in the community uh, and bring wealth to the community. And so I could talk about availability in our buildings, um, which sometimes they're full and sometimes they're not. Um, that kind of ebbs and flows as real estate does. Um, and I can talk about opportunities that I know of outside of our organization, just from um, being in the industry and being in community. Or I'll, you know, often say, do you, have, do you need a broker? Or, you know, I had a, my wife and I had a business years ago and in a restaurant business. And when we were doing our site search and like the advice I got was <laughs> go drive around in the neighborhoods that, you know, your customers are in and start knocking on doors and calling landlords. Um, you know, uh, and, 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 and spreading the word. So I, I give that advice. And, um, also, you know, we do a lot of retail and restaurants and food businesses and, mm -hmm. um, for for a brand new startup business to open up and brand in and in, in new space to if and that build out is very very expensive these days construction is high equipment is high um and and for a business to not have tested its kind of marketability or tested its uh its business it the 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 its concept um I'll we'll think about is there any you know 
businesses that have just gone out of business that that one can go into, you know, yeah. without spending a ha- you know spending maybe fifty thousand versus five hundred thousand, mm-hmm. or you know twenty grand versus three hundred, and to keep the debt down while the while the business um, um, builds its um, customer base, right? Sure. Yeah, um, it's huh. it it must be especially challenging now for these emerging businesses if they're looking to improve or build out an existing space given the cost of construction uh, now awful. Yeah. challenge it's even awful. for established businesses so yeah yep that's right um so we we raise a lot of money you know to help businesses with that part of it so that the the debt burden isn't doesn't take all the profits away mm-hmm can you talk a little bit about the impact of COVID on some of the yep. communities you serve and the businesses you serve? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, where to start that? I mean, it's been the most couple of, you know, since March of 2020, it's been the cha- most challenging time in my life, kind of professionally and even mentally, personally, mm-hmm. right? Um, it is uh been some hard days uh helping keeping keeping businesses open um so i mean there's a lot of it just pointing them in the right direction for let me just get my resources that they can tap into and things yeah yeah so nbc did mobilize our whole team to manage all of the kind of government and city federal programs that are out there, you know, just to talk to folks in different languages to help with paperwork and, the, and kind of the bureaucracy of, of it all. We, so we, we, um, we did that, which is great. Um, processed a lot of, a lot of grants. Um, we, we thought of, we, we put together a, a tech program where because a lot of the businesses kind of their social media website and well a, a lot of businesses relied on having a sale right at your counter right mm-hmm. and so that stopped mm-hmm. for a long time and so the tech program was put together to to beef up folks um websites delivery on, on online sales and that sort of thing and so as i think about you know how what has happened over the last couple of years, we've lost a few businesses, but not a lot, not a lot. Um, mm-hmm. um, but the business owners that, that uh, figured out that second, third, fourth revenue stream could, could make it, right. Could, mm-hmm. could, could keep, keep make, which is, <clears throat> could be a, a wholesale account. It could be online, it could be delivery, pickup, um, you know, there's a guy helping, you know, selling food at a discount to a homeless shelter because they were such a need. But it's still revenue, right, coming coming in. Um, um, and so, uh, helping helping entrepreneurs, you know, think bigger is is what we did. Um, we raised a lot of money um, to help keep the buildings um, operational and. Um, Invested in cleaning, invested in uh, um, security, um, 
we kept rents down, uh, offered uh, percentage discounts and rents since since March of 2020, which we obviously had to cover for the operations of the buildings because you know, property taxes are still due. <laughs> Excel mm-hmm. still wants their utility bill um, and so yeah. forth. Right? Yeah, uh, certainly a challenging time for yes. everyone. So. But we're coming out of it, right? We are coming out of it, and we're really think thinking ahead. We bet we've actually there's positives here too. So we, we there there were some losses, but but other entrepreneurs saw opportunities, right? And so we're we're working with folks coming in the building. We're renovating Midtown Global Market. We got a two hundred fifty thousand dollar renovation going on right now. We're investing in security. Uh, we're we got seven new concepts coming into Midtown Global Market in twenty twenty two at various levels in their in their stage and and so. And so we're looking forward. We're looking ahead um, in all our buildings um, and thinking about, you know, thinking about how the economy is different, thinking about how business has changed and, and offering and helping business owners with those, with that insight and um, to, to kind of, you know, maybe we've got to look this way or look this way. Um, it might not be the exact same counter sales that's driving the business. It'd be 30% that and you know, helping folks in the back of house get their online sales built or, um, so we're we're working hard. It has really forced a lot of businesses, I think, to be nimble and creative and that hopefully will benefit them in the long run. At the, in the end of the day, there's some efficiencies that people have figured out. And I think if they can hold on, that will, prove you that will yield some profitability yep i agree with that yeah yep. can you talk ben just a little bit about your own background and your journey to how you ended up in this role you said at one point you and your wife actually were in the restaurant business is that right yep yeah so how oh i got here <laughs> um I've, I've been in restaurants i was in restaurants for for many years worked for, for D'Amico restaurants for many years um then i was always doing kind of nonprofit work on the side um and at one point in my late 20s i'm 40 i'll be 45 next week um i decided that uh i wanted to flip that like if i wanted to do nonprofit work but i love the business piece of it um and if i want to do business i could do i could do that on the side and so I went back to school, um, finished my undergrad, finished a master's program at the Humphrey, and went to work for a homeless shelter in their food services where we were doing a thousand meals a day in, in three or four different kitchens. So I brought kind of a business efficiency to that to that program, which was, was exciting for me. Um, at the end of that, I, I that's at the end of that program. I, I are at the, uh, working for those folks. I. I had I met Mike Tamale um, mm-hmm. at University in Dale on a kind of a separate project, and um, I had never I had never known about NDC, or, um, but he he told me a little bit about it, and um, at that around that same time, my wife and I my wife <laughs> was selling French pastries at the farmers markets on the weekends, and she was looking to start a, a French bistro. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Twin Cities, <clears throat> her name's Emily Slay, and um, that's when we were 
that site search example, that's kind of what along what went when that was happening. And um, she ended up uh, opening a, a French bistro and ran that for a few years and then sold it. Um, I kept the conversation going with uh, Mike Tamale and he, uh, <coughs> he asked me uh, or he told me, he said, I need some help on University of Dell on a, on a real estate project. And, <coughs> and, uh, and, uh, and also, um, you know, with your restaurant experience and small business experience, this is, this is kind of what we're up to. Are you, are you interested? And I, I say, yeah, let's, let's, let's see what this is all about. And mm. I'm almost been there 10 years, Brian, and it's the longest place I've ever worked. And so there's this, the, uh, the entrepreneurial business piece of it. I mean, I, I'm, I'm in it every day, which is great. And I not only, it's just not just for me, it's, I'm helping hundreds. Um, and I can help a, a lot of, I can try to help a lot of folks. Lot of businesses with that experience and yeah um, do you have any idea how many businesses you've served through the years well yeah our marketing and communication people <laughs> have mm-hmm. that kind of under they have i yeah. can probably get some documents about that um i think it's four or five hundred a year um I, I don't i always remember those mm-hmm. those numbers um yeah. so, well, it sounds like you've done a lot of great work through the years and have been able to it's it's neat that you've ha- you've had that experience yourself both as a business owner and on the real estate side and now you can use that experience to help yeah. other businesses. So Yeah. Good fit for me. I'm happy. Yeah. Happy to yeah. So um any thoughts about just kind of what the future holds for the NDC? Do you see people? On- yeah, I, you know, w- we just built a new headquarters. So we moved, um, we moved this winter into a new building and mm-hmm. um, beautiful new space. And, and we're, we're planning on growing. I mean, Mike, you know, we have a new president at NDC, Renee Dossman. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been, she's fabulous. She's from Target. And, um, she's been, she's been pushing us and, uh, to become more efficient and at better helping, helping businesses, um, quicker, faster, um, Mike Tamale, the CEO and founder, he's, he's been working for a few years now, um, on, in different cities around the country. And that, that program's called build from within Alliance, where the cities are looking at what NDC's done in the Twin Cities in the last 30 years. And they're saying, well, why don't you come over here and teach us, uh, show us how it worked um, in St. Paul and Minneapolis. And and so he's doing that in, uh, I can't remember how many cities, but 15, 20 cities, I think. Uh, um, now, um, we were just, uh, we were just in Houston, Texas, um, actually, a few of the senior leadership staff and, and um, or the, the senior leadership staff. And yeah, there's, there's need everywhere for this type of stuff, for this work. So, um, and, uh, you know, from a real estate perspective, um, I mean, real estate is, 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 is like, if, Real estate can't stay in the hands of community. Um, 
it's very challenging for neighborhood businesses to um, be in the game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of construction costs are high, interest rates are going up, and mm-hmm. the cost of occupancy is 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 high, and and um, you know from traditional real estate business they're looking for a return on their investment uh, from a leasing perspective and maybe not much interest in whether that's starbucks or or coffee shop that's owned by the the couple who lives down the block right sure. so our we think that these neighborhoods are better when it's the couple down the block mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for sure well keep up the good work ben um Thank you for taking time to chat. Yep. And best wishes in your future endeavors there with NDC. So thanks, Brian. It's been good good chatting with you. So all right. 